This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Welcome to Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the Craft Beers and Geek News Podcast, where we talk about local stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. This is a special Christmas cast with the family. How are you guys? Yay! Yay! All new, never been done before. We've got a couple um, new faces to the podcast here. and A local celebrity, Mr. Reed, how are you? I'm doing great from BlueBearQuilts.com. Okay, and is that where people can find you? That's where they can find me, yep. And BlueBearQuilts.com is? It's a company that designs quilt patterns. Okay. Great for the holidays. Great all year round. Exactly. Great to try and pair some beer and uh, quilting patterns with. Get your your beer and your crafty on at the same time. (laughs) Get your beer and your bear. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, that's Mr. Lossman. How are you? I'm doing quite well. It's the holidays. All the families together. Of course. Speaking of family, Kins, how are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. And Jenny? Hello. Merry Christmas to all. And to all a good year. <laughs> Shawnee? Merry Christmas. How's everyone doing? Our local wine aficionado. Oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Uncle Russ. All right. Yeah. And and some other assorted guests uh, that may, may or may not chime in, including children, if you can't hear that. So... We are here for the uh, the Christmas cast. This is going to be an unusual one, but we brought a couple different beers to try. We have a couple different wines on the table, and we're also going to try and talk through a couple different stories for the holidays. Who's excited? I certainly am. Okay. You got me you... mid-sip. I, was, I, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't think you would leave it a, like a cliffhanger like that, but yeah. <laughs> so the beer we brought, of course, Shawnee, you had your vanilla porter here from Breckenridge uh, for a while. I think I've, I've drank most of the six-pack that you bought maybe a month ago. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, then we also brought Rogue Yellow Snow, which is basically um, a Pilsner with spruce tips. Now, we tried this before, and we actually tried it at uh, the party we were at last night, and I didn't really notice a lot of spruce in it, but some people did, some people didn't. And then we also have a Bromosa, which is a uh, tangerine IPA from Big Storm Brewing. So... Um, I've tried all these already before, but who hasn't, and who wants to try... Anybody wants to try the beers before we get to wine? Okay? No, no? I'm in for all three. You're trying? Aaron, okay. What would you like to start with, Mr. Sean? Nice. I'll do the Rogue. The Rogue. All right. And I brought two of these because it's only a a 12-ounce can, so... Actually, technically you brought three because I brought a 12-pack of the... uh, Just for drinking purposes, uh, you know, around the holidays, I brought a 12-er of the the Voodoo... uh, IPA, and you busted into one. No, you drank all of them. No, <laughs> you busted into one yesterday is what I'm talking about. So, yeah, so I did. You only brought 11 here. So you don't, I, I only brought 11. That's absolutely, that's absolutely what I'm saying. All right. It's the holidays. Yeah. All right. So, you'll have to give it. Yeah, of course. Give it a try there, Shawnee. What do you think? Again, I'll give you my personal opinion. You had this last night, too. Yes, Would I you? actually really enjoyed it. What do you think? Um, so I thought it was good. I thought it was a little subtle on what it 
trying to deliver. Um, so it said it was a pilsner, and it said it had spruce notes. Um, I was expecting both of those in big, you know, fanfare, but I really didn't get anything. So it was actually just quite drinkable. I mean, you know, yeah. nothing to take away from that, but um, just sort of, you know, soft on yeah. all edges there. So, but I enjoyed it. Were you put off at all by the fact that it's called Yellow Snow and has a picture of the dog on it? <laughs> no, I mean, great did it question. Have more notes of husky. <laughs> and... Great sidebar. It, um, I'm sure, was yellow and still is, but uh, you know, I, I was not put off by that. No trepidation. I, I, I thought that was an interesting name. I liked where they went with it in the in terms of comedy. Because <laughs> so. you know, as kids, we're kind of told not to, you know. I. Yeah. In northern climes, at least, not in Florida. Don't eat the yellow snow. Totally get it, but I drank this some. So, so Shawnee, what do you think? No, I agree with Nick. You know, it's not... It doesn't have that, like, the Christmas kind of spruce mm-hmm. tasting that I, that I thought I was going to get, you know, after... You know, reading it and seeing what, yeah. what it was all about. So, I there was a beer that Crazy Eddie's Garage K E G is what his brewery is, and he's just a home brewer that's friend of friends of ours. But he he makes one that very similar. He takes spruce tips and actually makes this beer with it. And when you drink it, it, it literally tastes like a pine tree, like not like Christmas. In, yeah, like not yeah. not an IPA, like a pine tree. So like yeah, Christmas tree. So it's it's yeah. bizarre. So a question: What am I tasting as the aftertaste? It almost tastes a little vanilla. That it's my favorite part. It's it's like after you yeah. take a sip and then it's it's really delicious. Again, that's a softer one. So, yeah, I think so, it's just like a subtle like it's still just a pilsner that's barely flavored. Like I don't taste yep. much out of it at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't get a whole lot from it. Yeah. So. What I, makes a pilsner a pilsner? Well, it's just the style of beer. It's it's literally oh, like a okay. German pilsner. Like like Heineken is a pilsner. Like a lot of the European bills are pilsner oh. beers are pilsners. But um, cool. Yeah, pretty standard. I don't know. Yeah. Not my favorite. What percentage uh, alcohol is it? I think four. Five point five. Five point five. Okay. Yeah, right so someone's reading from the can. So I, I gonna... like the can. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the same thing. Like I'll pick wine based on what's on the bottle. You know, like what's on the label. So I would probably buy this just because of the can. And Nick has said many times that yep. he's actually bought beer just because of the can. Specifically, yep. the uh, the Fargo beers that you had. A lot of the Fargo beers uh, yeah. have definitely been purchased because of the can. Because, I mean, they just have cool designs, mm-hmm. and, like, you have to give it up to them for that. I mean, they take an aluminum can, uh, you know, 16-ounce or 12-ounce, and they they try and make what they can out of it. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it, sometimes it comes out really cool. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, sometimes it it doesn't work. Who so. wouldn't like a dog mixed to yellow snow? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly that's... <laughs> I do think the name is really, for me, that was a turnoff. I almost the didn't want to try it. It's really, it's really, it's hard to look at because I see, I see it, I'm like, yeah, that's awful. When you walk up to somebody and you hold the can, like I've done, I did to Shawnee when we first walked in, it was like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. It was like dog <laughs> Awful looking, yeah. No, totally. So. I think it's yeah. an impressive dog that can. <laughs> I can be like that. <laughs> oh, trust me. That dog has great aim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the uh, the Rogue Brewing uh, Yellow Snow. Pilsner again with Oregon Spruce Tips. Yep. Fantastic. Wow. Who wants to try this vanilla porter that I was talking I about? I do. Because I really enjoyed it. I do for weird reasons. Anybody? So pretty much all my buddies right now are out in Breckenridge, which is so weird that you brought a beer from Breckenridge. That's why I'm kind of confused right now, but 
totally gonna try it. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. have anything. Yeah, I gotta go. You good? Yeah. So what were you saying about Breckenridge? Well, you know, I mean, when it was brought up in a business meeting, uh, you know, somebody said, oh, you know, I don't usually go to Breckenridge, but sometimes I go to Vale. And so I <laughs> literally, in a business meeting, looked at the people and said, California, nice. <laughs> Which is a very solid reference to anybody who gets it. It's for, get it. it's from Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunshine State. And it pretty much is Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. So, pretty solid reference, but yeah, no. Absolutely enjoyed it. Well, that's a great story. Oh yeah, should have died when it started, but yep, let's go. What I like, what I like from the this the vanilla porter specifically is that it it has like a smoky kind of vanilla flavor where it's it's very drinkable and it's great for like dessert. So you'd have it with like a pumpkin pie or something that brings out a little bit of like smoky or like sweet flavor to it, but it's still very drinkable. It's not overly heavy. There's some porters yeah. and some stouts that can be super heavy, but um, vanilla porters are typically lighter sweeter so why'd you have this in your fridge for the last month and a half or whatever (laughs) month and a half we've had it in there for like six months there you go that's why it's so fresh horses probably six months yeah love you guys this says best enjoyed by may 30th of 2019 yeah hey i mean i'm just saying like a good aged beer you know of course it's almost Slightly, it's glass age. <laughs> I mean, I did pull whatever I could find out of your fridge, second to bringing a couple here to review. So, I actually really enjoy that. But well, why did we have this? <laughs> Probably for us. Because we all you, forgot. Yeah. About it. I, think you bought it. I think I bought it because yeah, for craft, to have. So what craft made you? What you? Okay, so just to have craft beer. Well, I like vanilla. I love vanilla. I like. I don't get a ton of vanilla. No, I, I, like the I don't. Taste, I get a so. slight sense of vanilla. Yeah, it's almost like on the front yeah. end, and yeah. then it's just yep. gone. But that yeah. could also be because it expired six months ago. Well, expired. to best. Best buy. Yeah. No, I can say. Yeah. Uncle Russ, what do you think? I like it. Just yeah. put, it's very. The vanilla is very subtle. It's, it's very, very subtle. subtle. A little bit. Yeah. I've had a lot of like vanilla um, stouts or, or cream stouts or, or vanilla porters like this beer that are very like vanilla forward, and some are even like vanilla in the finish. Like what Jenny was saying oh, was yeah, like that's what I'm getting. Mm, yeah, mm. sometimes I, I don't know. I don't get out of this one, but um, it's like almost a dry vanilla kind of like chocolate. Yeah. See, I was actually intimidated by this one, but I uh, immediately tasting it, I was like, okay, this is nothing to worry about. It's Approachable. Sort of, well, it's more like a Guinness. I mean, it, it's sort of got that like really heavy overtone like you talk about porters and you talk about snowy places like this should be chocolate milk like this should be a pretty like thick stout kind of does anybody read do you drink guinness at all Mm -hmm. like the funny thing about guinness is guinness has 120 calories per pint which is like four more than bud like this so it's not an overly heavy beer it it looks that way and it may taste that way but it doesn't actually drink that way which is the color of this is a lot darker than the Pilsner. Why is that? Why is it so much darker? Because it's a porter. It's so like like barley is roasted like you would roast coffee beans. And the longer you do, that's what caliber of like beer you get. So a Pilsner has very like um, briefly, if at all, well, they do roast it all just to kind of like uh, keep the barley like again cooked and like make it ready for beer. So they roast it very briefly for a Pilsner. So it comes out like a golden color, very light. And then you roast the, the barley very much, again, like coffee beans, so it's much darker. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get your porters and your stouts. And so those like darker barleys give it like a roasty, rich coffee flavor to it. So Pilsner, Pale Ale, IPAs, porters, stouts, and that progression is the longer that you roast the barley. Mm-hmm. 
And so once you roast it, meal it up, and then you boil it. And again, like coffee, you know, however dark and rich it is, well, the flavor is going to come out that way. So. In quilter's terms, that would be a monochromatic okay. progression. So what is that? What does monochromatic mean? So literally so like just linear it's the same. It's the same color, but it gets darker as it... So it starts out like a real light yellow, and then it gets a little darker yellow, then it turns to brown, then it's a dark brown, then it's almost a black. Hmm. So that's like a monochromatic color. And hmm. one thing that I would be really interested about beers would be like having them in a clear glass so that you could see the color. Absolutely. Because yeah, I really absolutely. like to see the color of things. That's why like whenever you get samples anywhere, they're always in like little four ounce, you know, clear glasses so you can see the progression. And so when I taught like beer school, we we did a very similar thing where we'd have like your light beers paired up with like fruit, like strawberries and things like that. Then you move on to your medium body beers that would have like a light body cheese or a medium body cheese like Havarti or something. Then you move on to something more, say like pepper jack or spicy for your heavier body beers. And by the time you got to the end, like your aperitif and your d- dessert beers, which are typically like porters and star- stouts, you'd have dark chocolate, milk chocolate, something really rich. And so that's how you pair beer and food. Similar to wine, how like white wine you know, white fish or something, mm-hmm. red wine, red, you know, like a steak. Um, we only did the green solo cups. Because <laughs> we're just getting ready for St. Patrick's Day, and we're really needing We're preparing. Quilt. Like, so, yeah, we're preparing. so if you can just, you know, not, not name dropping, but if the quilts, you know, just happen to roll in and it was lime green, that'd be great. Well, part of the experience, though, is the color. So in other words, like when you look at food, like experiencing the color. So it's like, I think it is important even with beer to like see the color and and make that part of the ambiance and the experience. Absolutely. And I think it'd be better if it was a darker solo cup. (laughs) This is like lizard spit green. It's It's a wild one. You get drinks served to you in Cozumel. um, I just want to say the smoky taste kind of makes me want to have a bowl of like Beer cheddar soup. Yeah, yeah. Or that brisket. That brisket. This would be incredible. The brisket. Yeah, that would be incredible. See, and and we've just unofficially done pairing. Yeah, like that's just crazy. (laughs) So it sort of does that. Yep, (laughs) and that's and that's the Breckenridge brewing. um, I could also see that with dessert as well because of the slight hint of vanilla. So the so the last one that I brought in terms of the beer wise here is is this. This is a crazy one. So this is a tangerine IPA. And typically I would say like, you know, clean out your glasses and whatnot. But we're just kind of going family cast here for Christmas, going a little wild. I had that one yesterday and I know it's good. It's so good. Yeah, Jenny actually really likes this one too because she's a big fan of sours. I am a big fan of sours. This one kind of walks that line. It walks the line between Mm -hmm. sours and normal. Very good breakfast. For the most part, I'm not a big IPA person, but... This to me tastes more of almost almost along the lines of a goza more so than even this is you know. It does walk that line. I, it does. It for just me. absolutely gets in between like all sorts of flavors. So. What I thought the most interesting thing again, this is from Big Storm, so this is brewed of course locally here in Florida. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. it's you can I can smell on the table. I haven't even lifted yeah, my cup yet, and I can smell on the table. It smells like yeah. it smells like a grapefruit. Okay, so. Yeah, that's so. This is actually tangerine IPA. So it takes an IPA and then actually adds citrus pulp. So literally, I think it adds tangerine pulp to it. Ooh, it's seven percent alcohol, which is which is pretty okay. intense. 
Is that um, the beer mosa? It is. It's the beer mosa. mosa. <laughs> you walked in with giving, so like, you had like half a sentence and you totally nailed it. And you go, is that the beer mosa? <laughs> I saw yeah. this one earlier. In the yeah. Yeah. I would never guess it was an IPA, though. Neither would I. Neither would I. Neither. Neither. It, it's, it tastes like a Rattler. It tastes like a, like a spritzer or whatever, you know? It, it really doesn't. Or it doesn't, a shandy. It almost shandy. tastes more like yeah. a shandy. It's wow. perfect for a golf course. It reminds me of that 50-50, that rain, uh, what was it, Rattler Shandy mix, yeah. which was like a weird sort of mix, like almost too summery to like even drink, but uh, they were still bottling it, so yeah. Yep. It is dry. It's it's really dry, and like that's the, the most odd part about it, is that it has this really strong like tangerine, like citrus. I, I get a lot of grapefruit, and, and the crazy thing with grapefruit is that like there's a lot of the like... There's a style now called New England IPA, which is a really hazy. It's much like this. If you like, we're all looking at it in these green solo cups. I get it, but it's a really hazy, golden yellow color, and that color is what these New England IPAs are all about. It's like a really hazy, kind of thick-looking um, IPA, and the reason being is they add a lot of citrus to it. This literally has tangerine puree in like the mash when they're making the beer, and then they dry hop it. And they add more of that that citrus kind of like puree to it, so it gets very very um, dry and very very citrusy. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I don't really know the answer to this, but I know there's people on tonight's panel that have this experience. Would this be a beer you would enjoy in the shower? Yes. <laughs> Personally, I would. Uh, Keep behind the curtain. It depends. It depends on the temperature. It says so. it is a good morning beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the can so, says. Beer. It's a good morning yeah. beer. Good you know, beer. Would, I can see that. When is a shower going on? Does, does this go well with Irish Spring? Yes. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> on the golf because, course, though. Yeah. Well, Quite well. Yeah. 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 How, in, how important is smell in the in the beer tasting experience? That's what's great. In golf, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but in the beer tasting, in the shower, <laughs> please do go on. No, it's actually. Yeah, well, there's a fun experiment. There's a fun experiment. This is a great. This is actually a great beer for that. It's a fun experiment. So if everybody can can take the beer up to their noses essentially, and smell your beer, just as is. Don't drink it. And then smell your beer with your mouth open. It's weird, but you can taste it. If you if you smell it, you oh, can actually yeah. taste it. That's weird. So yep. like two thirds of your taste comes through the smell. So when you're drinking something, because your nose is there, two thirds of that that taste, that flavor, is actually coming through your nose, which is weird. It's a weird sensation. But I encourage everyone out there <laughs> to try and smell their beer with their mouth open. Or try and grab the beer that the bartender is pouring and yeah. just smell it as best as you can. <laughs> just, just try and get it on the way out. Excuse me, sir, can I smell yeah. that? Right just there? no, don't even ask. Just kind of go. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Walking. It's just a funny. <laughs> don't stop. It's oh, a weird right. thing because like you never would assume that you could taste what you yeah. smell. So yeah. keep that in mind for other things. <laughs> yeah, no, it's why it is when, you're, when you're sick with a cold and you have a congested nose, you're not, you don't, you don't have a Yeah, your, 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 your flavor. And then your, everyone your... hates you for smelling your beers at the bar. <laughs> you're, you're just a sick girl at the bar just going, I want to smell your beer. Have you ever, have you ever experienced know. a beer that because of the smell you didn't like the taste? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't, I I don't totally. like the bacon beers. Have you ever had a bacon smoked beer? Yeah, it's a weird one. Smoked beer is a, like a weird category of beer, and there's one that literally tasted and smelled like bacon, and it was gross. I don't, I don't remember who made it, but I've, I've had it before. 
I, also, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, up in Minnesota, um, I had like so many flights, so many different crazy flavors coming at me. I had a bacon flight, and it was like you had a piece of bacon per each flight or per each kind of beer. Huh. And it was the weirdest thing because you would try one and then you'd drink this beer and you'd be like, this is too much. Like, <laughs> I've got a piece of bacon and a beer. Like, this is way too much. Like, I'm trying not to do all that. So, yeah, I've, I've, hmm. I've had... I've had too many flavors that you can almost even like, you can be like, okay, this is the porter. Like, I don't even want this with this kind of bacon. Mm-hmm. And why I'm eating bacon with beer? Like, I, it was, it got out of hand real quick. <laughs> yeah. But so, again, so great time. Beer. Do they, do they make a beer now that you actually put the, you know, the bacon in oh, the drink? Yeah. Kind of like having a Bloody Mary? Yep. Well, you could, well, sure. you, you could, but then like the fat and stuff would mess with the mm-hmm. chemistry of the beer. So what they typically do is add like a smoke. No, like essence or like a small no, flavor to it, or chips or something yeah. that would be filtered out down the line. But the way they combine these flavors with the hops and the different stuff they actually make to, to, to like create the beer, it, it makes this weird bacon flavor, which is just bizarre. But when when Lars and I were at um, the Great American Beer Fest last year, there was a spaghetti and meatballs beer. Oh. Yeah, and it tasted yeah, it tasted like marinara. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It so. tasted exactly like what it should be, which was weird. That was the weird part, is it was accurate. And I was like, oh, oh, I kind of hoped this would be something else, but okay, let's go for it. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, it was wild. Yeah. Wow. So this Bromosa, color-wise, is kind of in the middle of the three that we've tasted. Yeah, this will be the, yeah, the yellow snow would be the lightest. Um, the Breckenridge uh, Vanilla Porter would be significantly darker and then this one was kind of like a really tart finisher because it's um very unique so so that was that was all the beers we brought this evening but anyone talk about wine camden oh, <laughs> oh buddy oh, can't want to talk about wine Man, don't wine for no, he's, he's got plenty of wine he's got pretty cool pjs on what's up cam yeah. You and your dogs on your PJs? That's cool. I'm sorry to tell you, but they didn't win the dog show. They did not. They did not. I think you made a nice selection with that. <laughs> the beers? That Cabernet. Well, the beers, yeah. And the uh, Chateau Saint-Jean in Sonoma. I highly recommend you. Cab that we had tonight was just a perfect pairing with that. Slow cooked brisket. Man, you need a big wine to stand up to that. And what is a big wine? Oh man, it's just real flavorful. You know, big fruit, maybe a little blackberry, a little raspberry, something that really nice has a nice finish. <laughs> you gotta have a wine. A lighter wine just you know won't won't stand up to a, a brisket or a red sauce or a nice yeah. pasta dish. You need something that. Pair it nicely. When we talk about like pairing beer and food, and like I said, it was you know like you want a flavorful beer and a flavorful you know piece of food or entree, whatever it is. Is that true? Like with the wine? Because I'm not a wine. I'm not a wine expert. I just know what I like, and uh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think the wines are kind of similar to the beers. Like the the white Chardonnay would probably be similar to the the Rogue and the. Uh, Bro Moso would probably be similar to <laughs> what was the red the that you had? I had the, I had the ca- Cabernet. The Cabernet. Yeah. And then the Stout would probably be similar to like the Merlot, which is like a really thick, robust, really heavy. Real heavy. I didn't try. Is this the Merlot or is this? Yes. Yeah. 
Does, so I didn't try that. Does anyone ever confuse the word robust with like strong? Because I always feel like that's how it. That's basically that's basically what it means. Is strong. So oh, yeah. it's like strong mm-hmm. flavor. So this is the first time I've ever seen a creamy Chardonnay. So what makes this a creamy Chardonnay? I'm guessing, but I think it's because it was aged in French oak barrels okay. as opposed to uh, stainless steel barrel, which would make it more crisp, more fruity. Mm-hmm. And they didn't talk as funny. <laughs> didn't talk as funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to figure out exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so like the Merlot is like, it's heavy. Like it's heavy, it's got a heavy mouthfeel. It's almost like it coats your tongue, like in um, not fuzz, but like <laughs> it just the, feels what like. What do they a, call that? The, the viscosity. It has like a higher viscosity, I think, which is really? like a, a thickness. Yeah, almost like olive oil. Okay, yeah. Like that. When you talk about when you talk about beer, there's a mouth feel, right? And like all of these have been pretty, pretty light. I mean, this one probably being the heaviest one. The, uh, the porter. The porter, yeah, the yeah. porter, exactly. But uh, for the most part, yeah. When when I was with wine, it's like. I like a dry cab because it has like a quick, you know, it's, it's tart, it's sharp. It's got that little astringent. And then it's kind of gone. Taste, right. And then, but the Merlot, like if you want to try it, it's, it's just sure. like a thicker mouth feel. It's it, it lasts longer. It lasts longer. Yeah. 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 I'd give it that. We were doing some wine tasting yesterday, and I know you were concerned because the temperature of the wine is very important to you. So To me it is. I what? don't like the cold. I don't like. The reds, I like them right about room temperature. So, what what are the different, like, what do you like cool and what do you like slightly warm? The whites, the Chardonnay, the uh, the Pinot. So, uh, if you have a white wine at home, will you will you chill chill it in the fridge and then before I'm going to drink it, I'll put it in the fridge for half an hour. I don't get it cold. I don't like any of them cold. Really? Yeah. How about champagne? Little chill. I'm not a champagne guy, uh, but. Definitely, you'd want that chilled you want off. To have one mm-hmm. too. So, that's okay. If everyone accidentally iced everything down, you just microwave, microwave it real quick. No, <laughs> Good to go. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just curious. I just wait. wait before I you throw it out. Yeah. 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 I pour a glass and wait. Okay. Gotcha. I'm yeah. just curious. I'm like a New Might Year's Eve. Might hold my hand a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. a New Year's Eve type situation. I'm yeah. just trying to figure out where you're weighing it. Yeah. So, gotcha. And, and what's up with the aeration? That is actually uh, yeah. very good. I think it just opens the wine up, you know, so you can... What does that mean, open the wine up? You can discern the notes a little nicer. Okay. So it's kind of like more um, palatable? Yeah, like it it's just... like if you drink a real cold wine, you can't taste some of the finer... It's like it blooms. Okay. Yeah, yeah kind of oxygenating it. it, aren't you? I think so. No. Yeah. I am not trying to be a jerk, but I did notice you kind of sort of breathing in a little bit when you drink wine. Yeah, I like the, you pull that air over your tongue yeah. with the wine there, and you can really... Does that... So yeah, that it emphasizes the, flavor, the yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. It makes a weird sound sometimes, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, I was going to say so, anything wait, about that. So how do you do that? Making sure that... How do you do that? No, it was it was it was just sort of like a, a breathing over like well again I wasn't doing it but a breathing Give it a over try. <laughs> it was a, like a breathing over the flavors yeah, of what just you leave had. On your tongue so you just sort of went feeling like that you know you're breathing in you know and you were just enjoying it yeah exactly are you sucking your wine now are like you still a, talking about the creamy shard I can talk I can speak to you. no you we, we haven't started you got please. a creamy got nice shard, shard. Oh, no, what no, is no, happening which one here are you talking about? We were, we were just talking about no. wine consumption. You can talk general. about creamy shards. Yeah, because I had questions. Wine. That's the yeah. first time I've ever heard of Recently, creamy shards on the brain. I have been really into buttery and creamy buttery. chardonnays. Yeah. 
So See, buttery, I think, so is, is what is, I is coat your tongue. Smooth. So it's creamy is also... Smooth texture. Creamy and buttery are kind of, like, interchangeable, but they'll okay. have the, like... When you're, like, talking about them or buying them, they'll have the butterscotch, the butter, the vanilla, um, those types of, like, notes to them. Because, alternatively, and we don't have to open this one, but for people Crack who don't like <laughs> yeah. the creamy, buttery Chardonnays, because they are really... Oaky. They're okay. They're okay. okay, right. I mean, they're okay. That's that woody, like, kind they're of heavy. Okay. But see, now there's also, like, <laughs> this one, which is going to be more citrus, melon, and peach. Right, crisp. Yeah. Crisp Chardonnays, yeah. right? And so, actually, the Chateau St. Jean makes three Chardonnays. They make a crisp Chardonnay, a creamy Chardonnay, and a regular Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And so, the I guess the variables would be, like, crisp is on one end of the spectrum, creamy is on the other end, and then the regular Chardonnay is, like, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because there are various levels of oaky heaviness. The crisp Chardonnay is going to be like super, like super light, almost like a Pinot Gris or like a Sauvignon Blanc kind of, like mm-hmm. much lighter. Yeah. And then the other end of the spectrum will be like the creamy Chardonnay, which will be heavier. It's like similar to a red wine, but with a white like body to yeah, it. Yeah, I like think they're it's heavier. I think they're the ones aged in the French oak. Yeah. So. So to to like circle back, Chateau Saint Jean. 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 I don't know. Saint and you Jean. said you've been there a couple times. Yes, I have. Well, once. It's in Sonoma. In Sonoma. Beautiful. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. I don't think I've ever bought or Course. seen, probably seen, but the the brand before. Is it what you typically would get? Is yeah. it a, is it a medium Bogo price? Publix? Pretty well. Yeah, yeah Bogo yeah, Publix. That's good. Bogo Publix this yeah. week, but huh. their Bogos change every week, They're and it was like thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, pretty solid. Solid. it's like a medium price. price yeah, it's absolutely very drinkable. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what the cr- creamy Chardonnay like compared. Well, here it's almost like one. the body because it was like. no. It could be the body of the actual wine. I'm not too. I'm not a wine guy, so like the body. Well, you wine a lot though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got me on that one. <laughs> but no, the, the no. creaminess of it could actually be uh, could be with the um, like the body of it. No. I'm not too familiar. I can tell you what it's not. It's not the real crisp, citrus, fruity yeah. type. Like we've had so, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, that people that drink both beer and wine have similar tastes? So in other words, if they like a really heavy wine like a Merlot, do they also like a stout? No, I feel like they shouldn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think to answer your question, I think that people that either, like Uncle Russ, were there... Really into wines and have a not really. And I know you're not. You self-proclaimed not an I'm expert. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 enjoy what you enjoy. I think people on that side of the spectrum, and then people like myself who just like really like independent beers and that kind of stuff, can find like a, a, a common ground where it's like, well, I appreciate the way this has because I can call these flavors and kind of pull that out. I think you can do a very similar thing with craft beer if. You know, just like wine, you were educated to the point of being able to say, well, I can actually pull this out and I know that's where this is and I can taste the roasted barley and I can taste the, you know, 90 minute hot boil compared to, you know, something else that had a, a much shorter thing or it's, it's lingering on a, on a hoppy pine note or it's more citrus here. I mean, like poor Jenny is kind of in the middle because she likes wine and I make her drink a bunch of craft beer. So she, you know, <laughs> she has to do kind of both. Or she gets to do kind of both, but it's. I think that people will appreciate at a similar level if they were exposed to it. Well, and, and I'm I'm talking about like what you're. If you had to pick one, like if you had to pick one of the type of beers we had tonight, 
or pick one of the wines. Like I typically for beer would like a stout. I like a heavier beer. Same thing with wine. I like the Merlot because I like a more robust wine. Do you te- do you find that people are that way? Like they either like a lighter beer and a lighter wine, or I think well, yeah, I think most people like like a, most people drink a lighter beer just because it's easier. But I think people also like you know there was like a fad where IPAs were just everything. And now it's like hard seltzer, you know, hard water, white claws and such. But I think you just kind of find like your flavor profile that you respond to and then you just go that that way. I mean, that resonates with me. Like yeah. I, for me, if I'm drinking beer, I like the sours, but I also like the really more citrus type, you know, beer. And I also like the more citrusy type, lighter type wine. So I just can't, I cannot get on board with the seltzer thing. Like I'm hard water. Guys, if I if I show up to you guys' house and you guys have several hard seltzers available, I'm like, I, is the Sprite machine broken? Like, it's just I feel like that's what we're at at that point. I'm like, I do you can't. like just sparkling? What do you I like, Lacroix? Do you I like? You the... know exactly what I like, and I cannot drink that. It's it is bizarre to me. Again, to each his or her own. Totally cool. I just cannot get behind that. So. Yeah. So when I show up and that's you've got an assortment pack of raspberry and blueberry and all that and it's hard seltzer, I'm like, <laughs> you don't have anything, do you? Like <laughs> to me, it, again, you know, that's that's just on me. Have you ever tried using it as a mixer? Yeah. 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 It's I good. Have. Yeah, it's good as a mixer. And it, it was, was a mixer not comfortable. It was not comfortable <laughs> at all. Yeah. I added a little bit of vodka to it and I was very very disappointed. Poor man's white claw. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was a white claw with vodka in it. It was not good. So yeah, just I mean, sorry to poo poo on that. But no, man, oh man, jeez. No, it's fine. We're not, you know, we're not going to be overly heavy on the geek news this this particular evening. But um, hey, I'm talking I, about Star Wars. <laughs> well, I feel like we got a great panel for it. Here's, well, here's no one's seen the newest one. Yeah, right. We should just roll that. It, did, it came out like four days ago. And no yeah. one has. But um, we'll move out of our uh, this is what we're drinking. This is what we're going to drink segment into our um, this is what we're happy about because it's Christmas and this is a Christmas cast. So uh, we can kind of wrap things up quickly if you want yep. to. But um, to Lasso's point, you know, we don't have a ton of geek news because. No one's seen Star Wars? Nobody yet? Yeah. yeah, this is bizarre. It's It's been a weird release for this movie that we've been waiting for for so long. So, um, Since 76. Yeah, well, this yeah. is the culmination of the, the nine saga franchise, but um, but we'll get past that. So I can start and just say that, you know, Christmas time is awesome, and we've had so much going on that I just, I've been so thankful for all of the family in this room and outside this room, but um, I do appreciate you guys, and... As we move along to Jenny and her appreciation, I'm like, well, champagne. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jenny? Yeah, I'm thankful for everybody at this table, for my family who's been visiting from Indiana, my sister who recently decided to move to Florida, who will be around for all family events now. So, yay! yay. yay. That's great. But, that yeah, it's just, yeah, I think Christmas is a great time to bring people together. And, it's a great time for a Christmas cast. <laughs> yeah, and Absolutely. reflect on family and being together. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shawnee? You know, similar to two previous, you know, the just family being around everybody, you know, it's always a good time. So, you know, you get to see people that, you know, I haven't seen some of my cousins for months, you know, and I got to see them last night. It's always good catching up. And is that preferred to not see them for months? It's not necessarily preferred. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> it's all good. Just kind of the way life, life rolls sometimes. But. <laughs> 
you know, anybody. But yeah, so like I said, just being with family is awesome. So. What about what else are you thankful for in this room? Prezzies. Oh, <laughs> oh so Prezzies and giant TVs. Oh, giant TVs. <laughs> yeah, giant TVs. That's a good one. There is a seventy-five inch TV just over my left shoulder. <laughs> That my wife let me purchase <laughs> as a Christmas gift. Yeah, watching golf on that has got to be like an in, in-person interview. It's almost I'll let like, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, didn't mean to stand over the cup. Like, you just continue on. Like, yeah, that'd be weird. Easy one for me. Yeah. First, first time I've been in Florida for Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. Just being with all you guys. Come down here, yeah. keep you all straight. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. <laughs> keep you on the straight and narrow. Mr. Blue Bear? I am thankful for family and being able to have some downtime where you can relax and not have to work. And also for health, the fact that all of us are healthy. Mm, so speaking good. of work, though, before we move on to, the, to close this out, though, I want to know. So, again, just to refresh, you know, everybody that's, that's may or may not be listening, but <laughs> Blue Bear. So you make prints for people to download, to purchase, to actually quilt themselves. They're quilt patterns. They're bold, uh, modern, fun. Easy to do. Drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably more on the uh, the rogue side of things. Okay. Well, not the yellow snow stuff. side. Though. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Not the yellow rogue snow. Quilting. They're, they're not the stouts that are really hard. They're a little bit easier to do. But they're basically patterns that people either can download or buy a hard copy, and then they can make quilts from it. Yeah. The cool thing is with like what we try to, boss and I and the guys in the show try to do is like, it's you know yeah it's it's craft news and it's geek news but like typically like a craft is a craft so like the fact that you have kind of crafted you know this legacy of what you do through Blue Bear is cool and like it's very unique and it's very different and to have you know in the family again very very thankful for it I think it's it's a cool thing to do start something you know that you that nobody obviously you filled a gap or filled a void in the space that that is now you <laughs> and there are people that combine both of these crafts. There are people that quilt and drink beer. <laughs> that oh. quilt and drink wine. Well, you're one there of the people who do <laughs> too much of either one. That's yeah, right. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that design. The line's got a little sideways. Yeah, sometimes they're a little zigzaggy. I've seen a PT Cruiser just quilting on off to the side there. Yeah. The side of the road. Yeah. God. Well, fantastic. Never quilt and drink. <laughs> <laughs> just just friends, don't mix them up. Don't let friends quilt and drink. Yeah. So that's how they, how they come up with a quilting pattern called Drunkard's Path. That's right. Drunkard's Path is a popular one, that... one tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, that, that's fantastic. So, glad to hear it. Um, glad to just touch base with an uh, awesome company. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in terms of sending off, man, this, is, this has been great. Uh, getting, getting in touch with all family and just everyone hanging out together. It's been awesome. So, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> all right. And we're at my lovely sister Andrea's house. Our so, lovely sister. Mine. Our. Our <laughs> lovely niece. <laughs> I'm thankful because we have two small little ones, and I'm so thankful that all you guys are here because you're all the best aunts and uncles to our little kids. We had three generations. Yeah. Awesome, man. That's the best. Only one generation terrorized the other generation. Well. (laughs) So we got a roller coaster. Great. (laughs) And it's... um, yeah, and it's just my favorite day of the year to have everybody. Well, I love Christmas too, and to everybody out there, hopefully it was a safe and here's to a, a safe Christmas and here's to a happy New Year. Whoa.
Yep. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right. One job. Spilling. Back those drinks out. Yep. All right. Nice sound effects. And um, as we say at the end of every uh, podcast episode, Mr. Lossman. Didn't think this would come to me. Uh, uh, I don't have one. I don't have yeah. one. Not coming to me. <laughs> that could actually work. That's it. That'll actually work. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers. <laughs>